0: Welcome to Net Support Radio's 5 in 5, where education experts share their top 5 tips in 5 minutes across a range of edtech topics, providing you with new inspiration and ideas. So hi and welcome to NetSupport Radio and in today's issue of Five in Five I am really really pleased to have a good friend of Net Support, Carl Denton joining us. Carl, IT Manager at St Bede's Academy in Bolton, welcome to the show.
1: Good morning Mr Kingsley.
0: How are you doing sir?
1: I'm very well thanks, how are you?
0: Um, very good thank you, good, yeah good. and really excited to hear your Five in Five which is all about five tips for slick network management. It certainly is. So, um, this is one of those ones where um, we all know it starts at sort of the building blocks. Sometimes you've kind of got to look backwards to go forwards, haven't you, a little bit?
1: You certainly have, yeah. I mean, every network manager does things differently. So, these are my kind of five tips to the way I do it. Absolutely. It's
0: beneficial to everybody. I think that will definitely be some interesting pointers. So, can we have your number one of your five in five? The number one is knowing which kit you have got. And I can absolutely empathize with that, so what's your approach for doing that?
1: let's um, say that's the most important and slick
0: for, for slick network management in knowing what kit
1: you've got it's It's impossible to manage a network of unknown devices really. Uh, make yeah, sure you true. know just make sure you have some software that automatically scans your network and returns key information such as like serial numbers, specification, etc. Um, NetSpot DNA is a good example of that software. Um, and once you have that key information, you can then use it to build a maintenance program Absolutely, um, yeah. and build IC strategies. Obviously, I worked with yourself and Mark on your digital strategy, a uh, little guide you've done. Um, and also, it, also, you can use this information to make sure all the devices are kept up to date with antivirus and Windows updates. If you've got off-site laptops, make sure they're on your inventory, because things like rogue devices that you're not aware of can cause security issues if they're not identified. And also, don't forget as well to log little devices such as projectors, Apple TVs, and log when they're purchased, the warranties. And if you know if you've got an issue, you know exactly where to go to get them returned. Big time.
0: I, I absolutely empathise with you on that one there. So, what would be number two on your 5 from 5? Number two is monitor, monitor, and keep monitoring. That's um. That's three very important words all in a row there. <laughs> but, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Knowing what's happening at the in real time is absolutely yeah. one of the keys, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly. Is. So monitoring network is important,
1: and I think questions for everybody is: Do you know if all your your devices have the latest Windows update on? Yeah. Do you have software that can produce a daily report of all the machines that need the update? Again, NetSupport is a prime example that does that. Um. Do you have software that shows you the current RAM, the CPU and hard drive usage of all your machines and all your servers? IT teams should be using those stats then to decide if PCs need upgrading, replacing, reallocating. If you're a multi-site map, you should have a ping monitor as well. So some way of telling that all your sites are online because the IT could just be based in one place if if they're centralised. So do you know if, there, if everything's working? Do you know if all your switches, your routers are on, on, online all the time? Uh, have you got alerts set up if servers go offline? IT and education is vital these days, and there should be like no downtime. So everything needs to be monitored as much as possible. And you want to be avoiding the, my network is running slow kind of tickets. You need Absolutely. to make sure things are online all the time, monitor event
0: logs. And because of their education, now it's important. Absolutely. And we, and we all know the, the more you're aware of, the less surprises you get, which pretty much comes up to number three on your list, I think, which is yeah, being proactive. And it, can't really say more than that, which is you know, <laughs> rather than waiting for things to go wrong, it's always helpful if you can be the proactive one that's got the tools to try and Absolutely, avoid those Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can't be waiting for computers to crash before you fix them. You need to make sure you have a, a rolling program of updates, either replacements or SSD upgrades. Make sure you're reimaging your machines regular Make sure they not only have the latest Windows updates, but also updates for patches for things like Adobe Reader, Google Chrome. I mean, te- being proactive means teachers won't know you've even done it, especially if you do it on nighttime where they're in meetings. But it's another step to ensuring the network's running well. Don't forget little tasks as well, such as dusting out projectors, things like that in the summer. We also upgrade things like printer firmware, drivers, make sure. Other third-party softwares up to date, things like Veeam Backup and Papercut, because they all release firmware updates and security updates. being proactive um, towards fixes ensures that you have less incidents logged on your help desk as well. So if you see something that needs tidying up, take it upon yourself to do it. Don't be the technician that says, oh yeah, I knew about that, but they've done nothing about it. And also being proactive involves ensuring your IT team is always researching the latest changes. Things like Office 365 change daily and your IT team should know those changes
0: are coming before users find out. And and just listening to that list, you know, it's a wonder as network managers, there's time to do anything, frankly, isn't (laughs) there? The amount of different (laughs) things to be proactive and be effective. So what's number four on the list, Mr. Denton? Number four is documentation and procedures. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those ones that I think most of us in any any of our roles um, kind of dread when people talk about documentation and procedures, don't they?
1: Yeah, they certainly do, but for me as one, an IT manager, that's the one of the biggest things I push for. Um, the whole IT team needs to be involved in creating these. It's not just one person writing and saying, this is how you do it, everybody needs to be doing it. Um, and every, but every single thing should be documented. We use a Microsoft OneNote document that was it. the team can access anywhere. It can be added to change, um, and it includes things like serverless, backup locations, frequency, cabinet diagrams, switches with f- current firmware. Uh, site maps where cables run and there's two main purposes for that really one is so if you come to do a job you need that information It's there and the other purpose is if you cover in for like another technician or you're swapping jobs slightly then that's there as well it shouldn't be just one person knows how to do something you should also have procedures created for things like new user accounts and staff levers. It, people might think, oh, it's an easy job, but people may forget to do a little step and it's them little things that people will come back to you and say, oh, you didn't do this properly, whereas if you have procedure, everything will be done then and it's all nice and neat.
0: I'll enter that, and um, I think probably your number five is something you've demonstrated admirably this morning. But what would be your number five, to call? It's communication. Oh, um, absolutely, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's a key, isn't it, in any organisation?
1: Absolutely, it's key to being really good. Really, and making sure that staff are kept in the loop if they raise a ticket. So you're going to, if there's a delay in solving it, tell them why is there, why is there a delay? Um, if you're changing the way staff do things, like we at the moment, we're changing our internet make sure you communicate to them make sure you get the buy-in as well of smt and all the staff so they feel like they've been involved if they can add something to it then let them because they're, they're more likely to use it and um, make sure you communicate with your internal it teams as well so make sure everyone is aware of what's going on and that means as a department you're not too reliant on one member of staff so each staff can sort of approach any of team really and they, they hopefully get a fix Make sure as a team you're approachable and seen around school so that way your staff are more likely to tell you about issues rather than saying oh we had an issue ages ago but we just didn't tell you. Communication is also important between senior teams. So make sure you have regular meetings set up with HR, finance, payroll, the CEOs, and that way you can all work together towards the same goal rather than going in separate directions. So say at present, we're working on new intranet and we want to make sure that it's got all the automated process that HR and payroll needs. So we're having regular
0: meetings and doing that. Brilliant. I mean, I, I, it's wise words all round. And I think some of these things, they're not always the most um, difficult. It's about really just having that focus on the things that really make the difference. It's, the, it's about the marginal gains once again, isn't it, Cole?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's stuff that people do day in, day out, but it's just make sure that you're doing it your job 100% rather than 98%. It's them little details that make a difference.
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, we're really, really grateful for you coming and sharing your five tips in five minutes with us. Before you go, I've got to ask you, obviously, we're looking forward to seeing you um, down at BET 2020 in January. Um, yep. You're a regular to BET and being a great supporter and advocate of some of the work that we do. Um, what's, you, what's you looking forward to most at BET for this year? i think obviously this year bets changing and sort of
1: combining with the education show up. so it'd be interesting to see how that changes things i think there's new suppliers coming back there's old suppliers going to be returning so it'd be interesting to have a chat with them where they're specifically looking for some uh, different av solutions as well uh, at the moment we've still got projectors and we're looking to maybe sort of change that. So I'll be looking at a few of the suppliers that are providing them, really. And obviously, the main other reason for going is networking with everybody. It's important to sort of catch up with your current suppliers and have a chat to everybody and see how they're changing. Absolutely.
0: All about relationships. Absolutely. Carl, we're really grateful to you um, and the team at St. Bede Academy for your ongoing support. Thank you for your wise words today. And we look forward to um, seeing you in January at BET 2020.
1: Thank you very much, Alan. I'll see you soon.
0: Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. bye NetSupport delivers the best in classroom instructional tech, early years assessment tools, IT management suites, and top-of-the-line safeguarding solutions. See them all at BET 2020.